my culture. Dead. It's not the end. It's my way. Stepping off a point. I look up at the sky, singing, I believe I can fly. Once I heard the news, the tears began falling from my eyes. And I lost the words. I couldn't believe what I heard. I noticed something odd when I saw your last video. I was praying to God that everything was all good, yo. For a moment, I thought you were getting ready for another movie. I thought of 50 when he lost all that weight to do a movie. Then that's when your wife let us all know what was going on. I didn't know you were sick and had a lot going on. For the memes all on Twitter, trolls trying to make a slab. Let this be a lesson for all of you who are feeling bad. Somebody close, you never
Stevie Wonder, a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Thank you. 
Sometimes, the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past. Hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hope in your soul. I have my sister Leandria here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story.
Listening to Daniel Lawrence and Leandra now Aretha singing.
on teenagers, on adolescents, also on pregnant women. Uh, some discussion uh, about those two cases in the UK where people had significant uh, allergic reactions to the vaccines, but only two that we're aware of in an anaphylactic type of reaction. Some concern about doing more research on that. And then also about whether they should stop the placebo, those folks getting a placebo in this ongoing study, stop that, give those people the vaccine, because of course it works. If you do that, though, then you undermine your science that you're continuing to try to pursue with the placebo on the full study. Uh, the bottom line here is that this vaccine is going forward. Americans are very likely to start getting vaccinated within days now. All right, Tom, thank you. Let's pick up at that point. I'll bring in NBC chief medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. John, what other steps need to take place before people begin rolling up sleeves? Well, doctors, like Tom said, the VRPAC, this committee met, they're advising that when they go ahead and forward with the emergency use authorization, the FDA will now look at that, take that under advisement. Most likely, most experts predict they're going to go ahead and get that emergency use authorization. They're going to approve that. But then the next step is the CDC meets. They have an advisory committee called ACIP, the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. They're going to meet, and they're now going to go ahead and recommend who gets the shot, how much dosing they get, the interval between the dosing on that, they're going to make those specifics. Once that happens, the CDC will take that under advisement and most likely go ahead and recommend that as well. And that's when shots in arms will start because now the authorization looks like it's going to go through from the FDA. But now after that, we're going to get clinicians out there wondering, okay, how do we do this? At what dosing? That's where the CDC steps in and gives them that information last thing. Dr. Torres, thank you. Well, today's recommendation of approval, and again, it's not the final approval, but Pfizer now faces the enormous task of manufacturing and distributing its COVID-19 vaccine. Gabe Gutierrez is at Pfizer's biggest manufacturing plant in Portage, Michigan. I know they have been waiting for the final go. It appears to almost be here. Walk us through what happened. Uh, yes, Lester, as you mentioned, this is the largest manufacturing facility for Pfizer, and it is at the ready. As Tom mentioned, within 24 hours or so of final FDA approval, the plan here is to begin trucks rolling out the different airports and FedEx and UPS are essentially supposed to split the country and distribute this to many parts of the country. But, Lester, it's an astounding logistical challenge because this vaccine needs to be sorted 80 degrees below zero. Now, states will get an allocation of this vaccine initially based on population. Large state like California, we understand getting more than 300,000 doses. Smaller states getting about 5,000 at least initially. And while the timing of this is extremely fluid, we understand that some hospitals across the country are preparing potentially to get their first doses as early as Monday. Lester? All right, Gabe Gutierrez for us. Thank you. All this coming at a critical time for this country's health care system, which is stressed to the breaking point by the latest wave of the pandemic. Steve Patterson is at St. Luke's Medical Center in Phoenix, and we pointed out a bit earlier, Steve, uh, all this news coming on the heels of the deadliest day in this pandemic so far in this country. Lester, here in Arizona, there is a crisis of capacity, which is really emblematic of what healthcare workers are facing across the country. Right now, in this state, hospital beds at 90% capacity, ICU rooms at 90% capacity. The healthcare community is exasperated. They are fatigued. They are overwhelmed. And they're telling people to exercise vigilance, even as this moves forward. I've been speaking to some members of the healthcare community here.
they say one doctor I spoke to says she saw 36 patients into her urgent care. All 36 diagnosed with COVID, four of them had to be taken to the ICU on the spot. Obviously, the community here has been monitoring what's been going on with the vaccine. They're heartened to know that it exists, but they're also worried that the general public knows this knowledge and will become lapsed on, on following the rules. So they're also warning that it could take another five months for this to roll out to the general public here in Arizona, which is true for many states across the country. And they're again now saying that there is no better time to exercise vigilance than right now. Lester. All right. Thank you, Steve. NBC News contributor Dr. Kavita Patel is a health care specialist who served in the Obama administration. Doctor, thank you for being with us. This feels like the cavalry coming to our rescue, but, but a reality check is probably in order here. Once the trucks start rolling, how many people ultimately will be vaccinated? Yeah, it's a great question, Lester, and the estimates have varied because the United States government through Operation Warp Speed has pre-purchased doses, and you've heard Secretary Azar and others talk about having 100 million doses, which is 50 million people. But in these initial trucks and planes that are coming with vaccines, we're going to see probably about 2.9 million doses from Pfizer and about 12.5 million from Moderna with uh, the opportunity to have more once we have other companies approved. But as we just talked about, the vote today was for Pfizer's vaccine, and this is translating to millions of doses, not necessarily tens of millions or 100 million. That will take several months to come. And Dr. Patel, they streamed that FDA advisory committee hearing it as you, and those of us watching it, were probably rooting for, for them to say, perfectly safe. It's the best thing ever. It doesn't work that way. There were concerns raised mainly about what they don't know about this. Is that is that typical? Is that something we should be concerned about, these unanswered questions? It's not something to be concerned about, but it was worth the discussion today, and it is worth noting. And by the way, those four people that voted no, I bet there was a spirited reason behind that inclusion of 16 to 18 year olds in the language posed to the committee. So we don't know enough about how this affects children or people under the age of 18. And that was also borne out in today's debate, as well as pregnant women. There were only a small number of pregnant women that were in the trial who found out they were pregnant after they enrolled in the trial. And then also some certain populations, Lester, with chronic kind of immunosuppressed diseases that could potentially cause a different reaction in their immune systems. But that all is a reminder that this is a temporary, think of today's vote as a recommendation to the FDA for a temporary permit, an emergency authorization, not the full approval that might take months and months to come. And by the way, the trial itself will continue, correct? Absolutely right. Pfizer has committed to surveillance up to two years, probably beyond. I think all manufacturers are interested in long-term data about safety and trying to understand anything that could happen. And this trial absolutely is ongoing, as are other trials around the world. All right. Well, Dr. Patel, thank you, as always, for your insight and expertise. We appreciate it. Again, a key FDA advisory committee has voted to recommend approval of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, assuming that recommendation accepted, which would be likely uh, the first doses of the vaccine could be administered in this country early as next week. A lot to talk about. We'll have full details coming up on NBC Nightly News.
I'll see you then. For now, Lester Holt here in New York. Good day, everyone.